our day and age, we think are, 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 couldn't be combined. They're both what we would associate with liberal attitudes and conservative attitudes all rolled up in one. That's it. Classic Keller. There's a middle way, brother. Dude, that's that's the way forward for Christianity is 50% conservative, 50% liberal. That's yeah. how you know you're a Christian. Listen, you're 50% the, liberal, 50% Christian. The culture war, every side of it is completely wrong. <laughs> and every side of it is rolled into one. Every yeah. gospel. Every side is side is equally right and equally wrong. We love time. Keller too. That's the thing. Like people are gonna think we're bagging on Keller. Dude, he's he's You put me on Keller. You're the one who told me about Keller dude, when I was a newer Christian. Dude, Keller is my spiritual father. Like he is my dad. Like my real dad is awesome, but Keller is like my my spiritual dad. Why? Just cause like I have never listened to anybody more. I've never agreed with somebody more. I just about love- abortion. Huh? You you agree with him? No, I'm just kidding. Okay, okay. <laughs> Dude, but you're you were right though that Keller represents this. It, it's like there were saying things that C.S. Lewis was wrong about. For Keller sure. Keller represents this like 80s and 90s church dad of like Piper Keller and and you know, uh, but, uh, but Keller represents this viewpoint that was true in the 90s right. that you've brought up many times, which is very true of conservatives were something and liberals were another thing but it has really shifted completely to where it's not dude the the democrats of today are not the democrats of 20 years ago keller was perfect for the time when america as a whole still had a pretty holistic like cultural Mm -hmm. foundation of like judeo-christian principles like oh obviously like dude even obama and uh hillary clinton were like oh i'm Marriage is between a man and a woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah like yeah, fifteen yeah. years ago. Yeah, like we have shot so we've gone like the Star Trek hyperlink. Yeah, so far. And yeah. dude, it's, just so anybody knows, like Andrew and I aren't like these raging right wing. Like I'm not sipping on Black Rifle coffee right now with a MAGA hat on. Like we're not. That's not our. Ba- like we think Trump's a clown. Like we think obviously Biden is like insane. Um, but like. Yeah, Trump is like a useful clown, though. Well, he's a clown that like is way better than uh, right. He's way better than the other side. He's way better than like yeah, yeah. Marxism and yeah, yeah. Uh, demonic, like yeah, yeah, you know, the butchering of babies and like yeah. uh, uh, castration of children and like. And what's funny, dude, is like I was born in '87. I came of age as a teen right around 9-11 when George Bush was in office. And I was really, like I've said this on the podcast before, but I was super into punk rock. And like, I, but, Bush. but even now, I remember Bush, Cheney, Rumsfeld, that administration, they were like the neocons of like, they were like, we need to invade all these countries and spread mm. American imperialism and yeah. spend all this money on bombs. Yeah. And they grew spinning. They weren't fiscally conservative. Yeah. And so, so what's interesting is lately I've been reading and, re- and, and, and learning more about uh, paleoconservatism, which is like, I don't know if you've ever heard of like Pat Buchanan, uh, Ron Paul, libertarian, mm. which is essentially like, yo, the government should be like protecting its citizens, yeah. defending, providing justice, punishing mm-hmm. the evildoer. Mm-hmm. But like, other than that, we don't need mm-hmm. to be like stretching ourselves out all over the world. Like that used to be a conservative idea. Yeah. So all that to say, yeah. I grew up under those Republicans and yeah. I was progressive. 
Mm-hmm. And then I like supported Obama. And then I got like, oh man, they're both evil men, both sides. Mm-hmm. And then when I became a Christian, I'm obviously became more conservative. But mm-hmm. like, yeah, dude, um, it's gonna be real. It's gonna be a fun year, dude. <laughs> Let's just say that. It's going to be a hilarious year to watch, dude. Dude, you know what will make it a super boring year is if the the losers in Colorado or wherever are somehow able to get him blocked from being on they're the They're trying every dude, single dude. thing to get him out of there, dude. And again, like, we just disclaimers. Like, dude, we're not like... Yeah. Woo, Trumpy poo. Like, no. dude, like, where? but it's just like, yeah. it is so obvious. Like, and what's funny is they don't get is like... He's like a Batman villain where, like, everything they try to, like, throw at him, it just reinforces, like, the hardcore right-wing, like, right. boomer who's, like, right. in his 70s who's like, see? <laughs> They're against him. And, and it's just like, dude, you guys are making him grocery. He's, like, absorbing that power. Dude. And, like, he's, he's he's tough, man. He's a roach. He survives everything. He's like Teflon Don, dude, for real. Dude, he – um, yeah, you're right. He keeps absorbing – it's it's there, there's got to be some word for this where like the more you criticize somebody and the mo- the heavier you are against them the more you prove exactly what they've been saying yeah which is that everybody wants to stop him and everybody can't stop dude him. msnbc and cnn when he won mm. iowa last week they literally refused to play yeah. except uh his his uh uh, uh victory yeah. speech stating but, but he represents fascism but yeah he exactly fascism. stating <laughs> stating we don't want to report anything <laughs> unfactual. And this is after three years of a COVID regime where you told us that if we didn't get vaxxed, we would die right, and right. we were killing each other. Right, Dude, right. it's like right. what is funny, though, is like the Internet just has completely leveled the playing field to where every like, Dude, do you know any like guys our age and they're like 20s, 30s, 40s who are like watching CNN or Fox News or MSNBC? It's like, no, no they're no. on Twitter, Reddit, yeah. YouTube, TikTok, whatever. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, dude, it'll, it'll, it'll be interesting to see what happens, but like, it's interesting because like they are, MSNBC is literally blocking him and not allowing him to speak. Yeah. And yet he represents fascism somehow. Hey, yeah. It's and insane. then like this whole thing of like democracy, democracy, it's like, dude, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, you ever heard the term like the fourth, I forget what they say. There's like, there's three branches of government executive, which is the president congressional and then the justice supreme court right yeah and then they're like they're the fourth branch which is the media now hmm. yeah hmm. it's all alex jones <laughs> i have the documents <laughs> trump they're, they're taking them down it's child pedophiles pizzagate <laughs> joe biden <laughs> dude to be see brad thinks something's up dude and to hey, be clear to be clear trump isn't a christian dude obviously dude we're not we're not saying Okay, you know who is deluded is the Christians who are like, God sent Trump to save America. Oh. Like, Trump is a is a clown. He's a clown. But he's but he's got a lot of good ideas and he's a useful clown. And God uses He's like Cyrus. He's like He dude, he's like Cyrus. God uses evil non Christian men to accomplish his purposes. Right. And he wants to save kids. He wants to save lives and like um, so yeah, d- don't n- nobody who's listening, please don't think that we're like, oh, Trump is l- l- like let's because I get annoyed when people completely like look through all the flaws of Trump yeah. and say and say that he's some kind of savior and some kind of a Christian right. man. It's like, dude, he's not a Christian. No, for sure, he's not anybody's savior. But he, it's it, but but a lot of but he does represent a lot of ideals that we agree with. 
but I'm not saying he's some perfect person either. Yeah, and like um, I think the question is like, would you like I the, the best I've ever heard it put is like the whole classic cliche is like oh, I don't want to vote for the lesser of two evils or whatever. Uh-huh. And this guy was like, the goal is not to vote for the lesser of two evils. The goat is, the goal is to vote for less evil in the world. It's like, would you right. rather have Nero as president or right. like King Louis the Fourteenth, who's like right. mean, but like he's still affected in some way by like the church. He's held in check mm-hmm. to some mm-hmm. degree. And at yeah. the end of the day, dude, I like the hardcore right wing, like Trump's our savior. Dude, Trump, when he got into office, he had like Kenneth Copeland and like insane charismatics pray over him and like yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. 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 But what's also <clears throat> and we'll talk, we'll kind of this will kind of bleed into our topic. But what's also unfortunate is like the never Trumper like. Right. Russell Moore, Beth Moore. You just sort of neutralize yourself and you're and neutralizing any like, kind of. Yeah. Of just like, and, and notice it's always consistent that they talk about his character and they go on and on and on. And there's a lot that you could say about Donald Trump's character, but they never say anything. They never punch left. It's never like ah, it's never like, right, um, right. hey, Joe Biden supports the uh, the um, like they're saying what he might run on, right? Uh, as like a, a hail mary or an ace mm-hmm. in the hole because Joe Biden's so old. Like yeah. the left is worried. Like can he win? Yeah. They're saying what he might run is on is codifying Roe v. Wade to where it's like law of the land and it can't be overturned, and mm. that way it is completely legal to get abortions. Mm. Um, these people who are like never Trumpers, Trump's such an immoral man. Mm. They always they never really say anything about like the fact that Joe Biden wants to like support the murder of babies, yeah, uh, tr- pro transgender for teens. Like right. they never say anything about that, and I think that goes to how soft the church has become in the right. U.S. Right. And so, and I saw somebody on Instagram said, if I am not a Christian for voting for Trump, does that mean I am a Christian for voting for Biden? Right. It's like, is it possible that people's Christianity has nothing to do with who they vote for? And we're all just trying to vote for the person who we we think is going to send us in the right direction. I think, uh, yeah, dude, I think that, uh, I mean, I would say your Christianity, your, 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 your faith should inform every decision you make, but like mm-hmm. understanding the field, the, the chessboard of politics in which you're playing on, like mm-hmm. you want a king who is less evil. That doesn't yeah. mean now if it yeah. gets to a point where he's so evil, I can see not voting for either or voting third party or not voting or yeah. whatever. But yeah. like, let's be honest, dude, Trump, it's not like he got into office and was like, all right, what's only like, or like, uh, yeah. whatever. So anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, and like, and whether whether you like it or not, at the end of the day, if you if you if you're a never Trumper and you're saying, oh well, I don't like Biden, but I can't vote for Trump, you're essentially just neutralizing. Yeah, your what are own you saying? Vote. Like, what what's you're, the ultimate end goal in result of that? You are neutralizing your own vote, and you're it's essentially a vote for the left. Like a like if you would normally vote for Trump and you're voting and you're not voting, it's a you're essentially it's essentially a vote for Biden. Yeah, for so. sure. Um, but that's not what we're talking about today. Yeah. Today we are talking about um, this came up uh, with a group of friends the other day, and I wanted to talk about it: the decline of Christianity in the West. Yeah. Um, and it's it's important to note. So I, as I was looking at some of these articles, Christianity is rising in what is known as the global South, which means like Christianity. Did you know Christianity is growing in South America? It's growing in China, Africa, and it's growing Africa. in China. Yeah. Dude, all of these countries. So where were like good Christianity? Oh, yeah. Like, (laughs) well, mostly. Mostly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mostly. But but real quick before you Mm. keep going, 
a lot of the bad stuff is coming, is being exported from missionaries from the freaking West, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's awful. It sucks. (laughs) My friend at my church went on a missions trip a few years ago uh, to the Middle East to evangelize to Muslims. Yeah. The organization that she went with, and I'm not going to mention them, but the organization that she went with, they were literally in the room, and the leader of that, like, certain section of it was like, Muslims they don't have to believe Jesus is God to be a Christian. Let's just share the gospel with them. So it's like, and then she like started crying and then left and like told her story at CrossCon uh, hmm. this year. So yeah, dude, like it's what was, her, what was her point? That like the idea that like mission missionary, a lot of missions from the U S are like watering down, like oh, yeah. what you have to do to become yeah. a Christian. Cause yeah. like, we just want to be yeah. whatever yeah. brother. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. no yeah. dude, like yeah. the gospel is offensive. Like, yeah. and that's yeah. okay. Yeah. You shouldn't be offensive, but the yeah. gospel is what it is. Dude. It really is. As much as I love him, it's, it's Tim Keller Christianity, which is like, yeah. if we just stop offending people so much and if we just water it down and if we can just have like a real, Water, love it. Yeah. Like, are you being loving? Right. Like, winsome. Um, is winsome. The word. Are you bringing winsome, being yeah. winsome and loving? And, um, dude, and I, and I think of being up there at Mall of Georgia and and just Chinese people coming up to me and sharing the gospel with me. Yeah. Dude, they don't give a flip. They're <laughs> You're like, right. They're like, we are. The gospel is going forward, and it's like, and they don't need, dude. They are. They don't need us. Yeah. They don't need America. Yeah. <laughs> and to, like, your, to your point about like in the nineties, like, like I said, like when like. The, the the spectrum of culture war in this country was like low taxes or more right. social programs. Right. Yeah. And then to a point, it makes sense for Keller to be like, hey, like, don't get too obsessed with your little camps. Like mm-hmm, the gospel mm-hmm. is the is the move. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like the whole winsome. And, and it still is. You and I would both say, of course, somebody getting saved is way more important than them being becoming a conservative. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think. Um, yeah. I, I like I would just say like. You, like this idea that um, you can hold intention, I like so I would say I think you can hold being a Christian intention with um, wanting maybe more social programs. Mm-hmm. I think it leads into socialism. I don't agree with it. Yeah. But if you're like, yeah. hey, I would like a universal health care to help people, I, I I think there's problems with that. I don't yeah. even think it works. But for for a country yeah. of this size, but I'm not gonna say that doesn't make you a Christian. Yeah. If you're like vastly supporting abortion or mm-hmm. slavery yep. or the holocaust or or trans or, or trans or, or gender chopping off, chopping off genitals yeah. of kids like yeah. yeah dude like again i'm not the heart i'm not the judge of the hearts of men mm-hmm. uh but the bible also tells us you'll know them by their fruit so mm-hmm. like yeah. i don't see how you can hold those things in tension so all that to say yeah. where we are now with the american church to the topic um again we love keller yeah and he's like not the only one. He's like kind of the face of it. But a lot of where we are stems from that kind of winsome, don't offend anyone, right. don't ever speak harshly. Dude, right. what's hilarious? Are Muslims saying that? Exactly. Yeah. No, yeah. dude, you know who wasn't saying that? The same reformers and church heroes that these soft, effeminate, winsome churches. Yeah put up as like heroes like there Mm -hmm. are things that calvin wrote and luther wrote and Mm -hmm. knox wrote Mm -hmm. that like they would never be allowed if they said that to like remain at a certain church or a certain ministry Mm -hmm. the gospel coalition which has historically been 
done a lot of great things. Yeah. Kel- it was started by Keller uh, and Piper, I believe. Keller and um, that other uh, dude. Is it Le- Legan Duncan? Or, or who's that? Who's a super... Al Mohler? No, no, not Al Mohler. It was Keller and somebody else. Um, but dude, like, they're writing articles on how what Taylor Swift can teach us about teach us about the gospel. D. A. Carson. Yeah, and I love D. A. Carson. Yeah, yeah. And like I said, I love Keller. Yeah. Is D. A. Like, Carson dead? No, no, no. Okay. He was a uh, uh, Christ Covenant like a year ago. Um, no, D. A. Carson's great. I'm just saying, like, this idea that like it's all about winsomeness, et cetera, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. you want to be. Uh, uh, You're kind of like begging. It's it's just not a good. You try it's dude. You know what it always yeah. is to, to just like skip all the philosophy stuff. You're the classic Christian dude, who's like, hey man, I'm not like the rest of the Christians, man. <laughs> I can do the hippity dippity too. Like uh, that's what it is. Like yeah. we're not like the rest of those guys. Yeah. Be, yeah. It's like, dude, like just come out and just like yeah. preach the gospel Say and just be and unashamedly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just. Yeah. yeah. I think the best it's ever put is Keller moved to New York with the intention of discipling New York, but what happened was New York started discipling him. Dang, who said I that? I forget. That's but really bar, good. right? Like that's like, freaking good. That's 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 what has happened. Yeah. And you could just say it abroad with the culture in yeah. America. Yeah. These pastors, I think they're well intentioned. Like I don't think that like Keller or a lot of the mega church circuit pastors yeah. are like going behind the curtain after the sermon, like, man, we really fooled them. No, dude, these guys have good yeah, intentions. Yeah, they want yeah. to spread the gospel. Yeah. But what happens is you get so comfy with culture that you're like, you're afraid to offend anyone. That's Tim's new podcast. It's called Comfy with Culture. Comfy with Culture. <laughs> Picking up where I left off. <laughs> okay. So we're going to get in, get Let's into that it. in a minute. But um, I want to read this uh, really quick. So we're talking about basically the decline of the church in the West and... Um, uh, I'm going to read this. Scholars have proposed that church institutions decline in power and prominence in most industrialized societies, except in cases in which religion serves some function in society beyond merely re- regulating the relationship between individuals and God. Developing countries in Latin America and Africa are not experiencing a decline, mostly because of religious conversion in those countries where the church offers broad social support services. Together with the decline of Western Christians, increasing numbers of Christians in the global South will form a, quote, new Christendom in which the majority of the world's Christian population will be found in the South. Um, according to various scholars and sources, guess what denomination is the most popular in... Um, uh, 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 is, is, guess what denomination of Protestantism is the fastest-growing religion in the world? Pentecostalism. Yeah, you nailed it. Yeah. Dude, is it, dude I think it's because it's not... And as much as we love reform, bros... yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, guys. It's not <laughs> like <laughs> nobody. Nobody is like. Let's get what? the systematic South Africa. <laughs> what? No, nobody is like. Wait, you're telling me uh, before the foundation of the world, uh, I was I was set apart for wrath. <laughs> ah, I want to tell people about that. <laughs> oh, dude. Brad, get down. Oh man. Um, um, what do you think about that, dude? It, it like it makes sense, and, and like. Dude, God's using that. God, God can use Pentecostalism for sure. Yeah, as um, long as it's like Orthodox Pentecostalism. Yeah, as long as long as it's Orthodox. Um, and and I know there's a lot of Reformed people who have a ton of problems with with Pentecostalism, but it is a. I don't know, dude. It's like it's like it's still it's still Christianity. It's certainly better than Catholicism. It's better than dead works based religion. <laughs> you know, is the gospel being preached? That's the most important thing, right? Like if they're yeah. go- look, if yeah. they're going there 
with and I'm not like a super hardcore cessationist, even though I'm reformed. Like if they're going there yeah. with Christ yeah. died, the wrath of God like you have rebelled against God. I'm already sounding reformed. You, you, you have sinned against God. Yeah. Therefore, you, uh, you deserve punishment. However, Jesus has died, taken that punishment. He yeah. was died. He died. He rose from the grave, and by believing in Him, you can be saved of your sins. Yeah. The true gospel, and you're adding also. There's these heavenly gifts like tongues and blah blah blah. Whatever. I would rather yeah. that that because they, they would still be yeah. saved by that if they're yeah. if they're with the real gospel. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um. But uh. But moving on here. Okay, dude. So so let's let's kind of. I want to talk about Western Christianity, but let's start with Europe, yeah. and then we're gonna get, and then we're gonna move our way to to um uh to uh, America. But I, this was a super interesting statistic. Did you know seventy percent of Western Euro- Europeans say that they're Christians? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it's crazy. Oh, I didn't know, but that's it doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Dude, okay, and 90% of people in Western Europe were baptized in a church. Now, guess what percentage regularly attend church? Less than 30. You didn't know this is a quiz show today. We're doing like yeah, a quiz. Yeah, <laughs> less than 30. 20%. Yeah. Se- okay, so you have 90% of people in Western Europe saying, I was baptized in a church. 70% call- saying they're Christians. 20% have darkened the door of a church dude i think it's it's got to be from like muslim influence in europe people are because people are saying well i'm not atheist <laughs> and know? i'm not i'm not atheist and there's I'm not- so many muslims in europe dude. dude check it out i saw this meme on twitter it was one of the greatest things i've ever seen on the internet in my entire life you know in pulp fiction where john travolta is talking to samuel L. jackson he's like you know what they call a quarter pounder in france Royale with cheese. You remember that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. goes, you know what they call a quarter pounder in France? And then the below, it's just Arabic words. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, dude. Um, well, I also... Because I think the question was phrased as like, well, I'm not atheist. Because, dude, dude, atheists are losers. Like, nobody right. wants to be an atheist. Right, right. Yeah. Dude, that's the funny, stupid thing about me, like, raging against atheists on TikTok. Nobody, <laughs> nobody wants cares. to be an atheist. Like, nobody cares about atheism. Yeah. So they're like, well, I'm not atheist, so I guess I should say I'm Christian, even though I haven't been to a church in, yeah. like, my entire life. So, so the question is, why do you think that they are, so many people identify Christian culturally versus, but actually, like, are believers? Right. Or go well, to church, well, like... But it, but it, yeah, and it sounds like in Europe, it's like it's like the loose. It's way worse than America. It's like the most loose identification possible of like, yeah, my grandfather went to church one time, but like, and so I'm Christian. They're saying I'm not Muslim. That's what they're saying, really. Yeah, in Europe. I yeah, think. it's more of like a. It's like a republic. I'm Republican or I'm this. Yeah. Like I identify. Yeah. I mean, a lot of it, dude. I do think is like there is a there is there is still as much as this country is going crazy in apostate. Like there is still a deep undercurrent of like the Puritan reformed, like mm-hmm. Protestant, like deeply in, or even in the South Baptist, like yeah. ingrained into American culture yeah. to where like, but to be fair, there's also a lot of Christians over here that are like, I'm a Baptist brother. Like in Atlanta, there's a freaking Baptist church on every corner. Yeah. And it's like these people grow up, but yeah. I yeah. don't know. Um, okay. I thought this, this was also interesting. Guess what percentage of Italians in Italy regularly attend church? I don't know. How many? 40% of Italians 
but I no, bet they're Catholic. I bet like ninety percent. Oh yeah, it's all Catholic. Would identify as dude. It's all dude. Okay, so 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 that's interesting because like protestantism have, has completely left europe yeah it's like it's like the only kind of christianity that's left in europe is just this like dead horrible catholicism yeah. this post-enlightenment like yeah. like like uh classic liberalism yeah. of like yeah we like some principles of yeah. it but yeah. like it's like yeah. yeah the scientific revolution is like well it's not the miracles aren't actually real and then it's like it's like this yeah. smorgasbord of what you want to actually believe in yeah. yeah it's like when atheists critique christianity it's that version of christianity exactly. like oh you're just indoctrinating the masses but yeah. so i thought that was interesting 40 percent of italians regularly attend church 30 34 percent of ireland still goes to church 26 uh, percent of austrians still go to church uh and that's because they're all heavily catholic and then very very low percentage only eight only 18 percent of people in scotland wales and england attend church wow um and for reference 40 percent of people in the uk watch football every single week so i just thought that was interesting um okay but moving on to america here so in america in 2014 4,000 churches were opened 37 uh sorry 4,000 churches opened, 3,700 churches closed in 2014. So that was still slightly positive. In 2019, and then this only got worse after the pandemic, in 2019, 3,000 churches opened and 4,500 churches closed. Um, yeah, when you told me that, that that churches were closing at a more rapid rate than planting, I was surprised. Maybe that's just living yeah. in the South, but like, yeah, that's crazy. Dude, and it, and it might turn around. Like, I feel like what you and I have been seeing on social media the past year or two, where it feels like, you know, I, I feel like, and obviously it could be the algorithm fooling us, but it feels like people are kind of like getting fed up with some stuff culturally. And you've got like these atheist Jordan Peterson bros who are like, well, I'm not going to become a Christian, but like, you, you know, yeah, all, yeah, all yeah. still assent to like morality. Like, exactly. Yeah, you know. So, so like in, in like when we were like in our 20s, like what, remember what was popular like in the, in the, in the late 2000s, early 20 teens was mm -hmm. uh, like, Sam Harris, the new mm. atheist, remember? But like, I don't think it even stuck though. Well, that's like, the thing. So, yeah. so that was popular. <laughs> but dude, like, we are naturally spiritual beings, and mm -hmm. then that's why in the last few years you've seen like a lot of our generation and younger be like uh, astrology or like uh, you know yeah. what I mean. I'm spirit. I'm not religious. I'm spiritual or yeah. like things yeah. like that because the natural inclination of the human heart is to long and desire for something beyond. Yeah. stupid rational material world you're like that's it yeah anything beyond that yeah so i think yeah. that's just absurd so and people I inherently know that yeah. uh the question is what are you going to yeah. um so yeah i don't know dude isn't it isn't it funny the, the, the everybody atheists always love to quote this like oh yeah as societies become more advanced they're less likely right. to be religious and it's like yeah that's 100 false jordan peterson and uh all these guys who are like so I think what ha what's happening now is, um, and I think it's a good thing in some ways. What, what's happening now is like leftism, feminism, uh, Marxism has gotten so thick in this country that you're having even non-Christians like Jordan Peterson be like, hey, we shouldn't completely abandon like what has made the West yeah. the West, which if we're really going to get down to it, yeah. is Christian ethics. Yeah. The image of God. People have uh, innate value. Yeah. Um, logic matters. Reason matters. Yeah. Um, freedom, liberty, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's it's interesting, dude. And and I because I always think about this like for 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 atheists or people who are like abandoning Christianity. Like 
I was I always ask him like what what have you come up with that's better than Christianity? Feeling. <laughs> Cuz like dude, there's nothing like if they could come up with something, you know, you and I always talk about this but like come up with the best subjective morality you have and somebody'll still disagree with it. Right, exactly. So it's like what are like what have y'all come up with that's yeah. better than Jesus? Yeah, exactly. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, okay, so I thought this was interesting. So in general, attendance is shrinking overall. Uh, church attendance is shrinking shrinking overall in America, uh, but a third of congregations in America are growing. Um, so the, and, and it's also important to note the church in America is shifting from being white to non-white. Yes. So, dude, dude. Yeah, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, I'm so angry. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew um, had a really mean, mad face when he said that. I don't know. I'm just kidding. Um, no, but it's, dude, it's from immigrant immigrants coming here, which is like, yeah. dude, I, I mean, you know, I think it's awesome that like, how, dude, but so, so, so when you look at like the people who are mostly have quit coming to church, yeah, it is white people. And then when you look at the groups that are growing mm. in their religious affiliation in America, it's yeah. people from Latin America, people moving here from Africa, Koreans. If you are. Yeah, a lot of Korean, I've met a lot of Korean Christians. Yeah, Dude. 70% of of Koreans living in America are Protestant. Wow. Isn't that wild? Really? Yeah. Yeah, um, I got a buddy at my uh, Baptist church that I go to and he's uh he's Korean and he's like super solid. Yeah. Yeah. Um let's see another uh stat here. Okay, if you had to rate Northeast Northeast Midwest. So guys, I'm just going to spout off a bunch of facts here and then we can keep talking about it, but I think this stuff's interesting. So, if you had to rate the Northeast, the Midwest, the West, and the South, from religious to least religious, how would you sort them? Northeast, Midwest, what, West, and South. We mean just like in like 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 who who who's like most likely church attending? Okay, um, the South. Okay, South. Okay, yeah. who's number two? The West. Mm-mm. The East. Midwest is number two. Ah, uh, that makes sense. That makes Northeast sense. is number three, and then West is number four. So that the makes, West is like the most like lost. Like, yeah. The West is the most lost um, part of the com- country. So moving on to mega churches, um, of people who go to church, what percent go to a congregation with two hundred and fifty or more people in America? Oh man, I don't know. Dude, this is like Jeopardy. Seventy yeah. percent <laughs> um, of people in America. Who go to church, go to a church with 250 or more Dude, people. Dude, that might be all the stats you mentioned. That is crazy. Yeah. Because let's be honest, like, it's more not... More than 250, that's a, that's a big church. Yeah, yeah. It's that's like a not decent... your local church where yeah. your pastor knows who you are. And like, yeah. But yeah. It's like a, it's a, it's like a decent-sized church. Um, the number of people who go to a congregation with 50 or less people, it is only 6%. Um, the average weekly attendance of a church in America is 65 people. Um, oh, this is interesting. What percentage of church attenders in America are female? 70%. Dude, it is 56%. That's wild. I, I thought I but, overshot. Dude, I yeah. think, I think it's cause we're like, we've been at passion and like, it's like <laughs> 80%. Female? What percentage of the churches Andrew and I have gone to um, for the last five years? Okay, what is the average age of a pastor in America? Uh, 22 years old. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I'm kidding. How old? It is 57. Okay. Isn't that crazy how old that is? Um, okay, median worship. Okay, this is interesting. Median, so the average worship attendance 
uh, the average church attendance in 2000 was 137 people. Average church attendance in 2020 is 65 people, so it is half. Um, congregations with less... Uh, uh, okay, we'll move on to the next thing. Um, so, but but this is all interesting because churches over 1,500 people are growing. Um, and I want to get to, uh, in the, the next stat here, 20 to 50% of all size. Uh, so on the positive side, yeah, like I said, churches over 1,500 people are growing. 20 to 50% of all congregations are growing. Um, oh, this is terrible. Only half of the kids raised Southern Baptist stay Southern Baptist. Oh, that, that doesn't surprise me at all. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was a Southern Baptist and I didn't stay. Um, uh, wait, wait, wait. Denominate, wait, wait, hold on. Half of the kids that are Southern Baptist don't stay Christian or they just don't say Southern Baptist? I don't know. The, the stat didn't say. I would be interested in that, yeah. Um, moving on to uh, basically the people that are that are a age group of the people who are walking away from Christianity the most. So basically old people are overrepresented. So if you're, if you're over 64, you're way more likely to be going to church. If you're 35 to 64 you're about as likely as the U.S. population as the average person to be going to church. Eight, if you're 18 to 34, you're much less likely to be in church. And then, of course, if you're 0 to 17, you're about as likely as the 35 to 64 group because those are the children of the people right. who are th 35 to 64. Um, diversity uh, in, 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 uh, in 2000, only 12%. What's up? Okay. Uh, diversity in 2000, only 12% of churches uh, had any kind of diversity, and now it's 25% of churches basically have diversity. 70% um, 70 of uh, uh, more white churches are dying. More uh, multiracial churches are growing. As I said, 70% 70, 70 of uh, Korean Americans are Christian. The most popular social media platform for churches is Facebook. Uh, <laughs> Isn't that terrible? Yo. Um, what? What uh, book? Um, okay, and we're coming down to the end here, but 30% of Americans have no religious affiliation, but about half of those still believe in God. So that means only 15% of Americans don't believe in God. Um, study, oh, this is interesting. Studies show that uh, atheist politicians are anathema and hated in public office. Basically, you have to say you believe in God in order to run right. for office. Otherwise, you'll lose. Um, uh, Christian affiliation may continue for a very long time, but what is on a downward trend is actually Christianity. Actual Christianity is being replaced by nominal Christian Christianity at an alarming rate, just like Europe. Um, and then the question, what should... Uh, uh, well, so I thought particularly that stat was interesting of... Uh, churches over 1,500 people are growing, and and smaller churches are shrinking, but church attendance in general is is shrinking. And that kind of, this this was a big thing that I wanted to talk about, and I've been thinking about it being over here at Stone Creek, is just like, there's no accountability at a mega church. No. You know? No, not not certainly not from the church itself you may yeah. find a like an older man who you can disciple under yeah. or uh, yeah. a group of guys but yeah. like like not like your elders dude the church that lord willing i'll become a member at next week uh when they'll vote on me that's how it should be done uh but uh dude the elder who interviewed me mm -hmm. uh asked me he was like how's your relationship with pornography 
Hmm. Like he asked me that, and I was like, yeah. "It's amazing." Yeah. Um, but no, yeah. I'm just kidding. Yeah. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, but like, great yeah, relationship. Yeah, great. I mean, it's thriving. <laughs> thriving. Uh, but no, like, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, bro. Like, um, there's no accountability. Yeah. And if there is, it's because you sought it out. Notice, and again, we don't have to mention names, but notice a lot of these big mega churches that place this massive emphasis on community. Community, find your community. Notice it's There's always none. like a, you. It's like you're dropping. You do it. You're dropping your kid off at the first day of school. It's like, and, and to, to, their, to, to be fair, they will house like groups or like functions right. but there's always and again you should be intentional when you join a church to like seek out people that yeah it's not just going to come to you but yeah. notice with these churches it's like you need discipleship to kind of hey yeah there's a sea of people out there that love jesus <laughs> have had it like just that's like, it don't worry don't us I, i'm we're not gonna like organize it like yeah that's, and that's, honestly that's i would you. say i would say when you say there's no accountability i mean i think and we talked about this a little bit i think last time is like a lot of that starts with a lot of these churches just don't have elders so yeah. even the pastors yeah. don't have like a, a, a biblical oh, yeah. structured accountability yeah. for themselves yeah 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 dude so so we've been um uh, uh i don't care to say the name of the church we go to a, a great church called stone creek here that right by where we live and I was going to Passion for the longest time, and I was like, well, Stone Creek is 30 minutes away. Um, and by the way, an amazing church. They preach the gospel there. The pastor preaches specifically against LGBTQ stuff. He'll dedicate, really? Oh, yeah. He'll dedicate like a whole sermon to being really? like, to being like nice. this is wrong. Um, and that's awesome. And, dude, it is growing as a church. It is like like... Dude, for New and I know it's a lot of like New Year's Day uh, uh, Christians with their, with, their, with their New Year's commitment... But it was it, it was packed, and I feel like I feel like it's like a gym membership. I'm gonna get my life right. <laughs> get my life February. Get right. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, but I feel like a lot of people are fleeing like trash Andy Stanley's church and coming to like actually Agreed. biblical biblical I think churches. The, I, I, I think the like same. Stone Creek. But all that said, despite us loving Stone Creek, I think we're gonna find a small church, dude. Dude, I because yeah. I'm done. Okay. Here's here's here has been our experience. We went to the uh, uh, intro, and I'm not. I don't want to say anything bad about this church because what they're doing is awesome, and if people like this church, that's great. But uh, um, we went to like the intro, like, hey, get plugged in, like, meet people type mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. Uh, reached out to some folks there, didn't hear back. Dude, from you anybody. guys should check out Mount Vernon Baptist. It's just kind of far away. Is it? We if dude if we can find a it's Sandy Springs is that super far? We just want to find like a biblical church close. Um, but if we can't find one, maybe we'll go to Mount Vernon. You should check it out. It is it is very <clears throat> traditional. But but here's what's cool about it: it's not old old old. There's yeah. like older people, younger people. It's not are, old old old. It's just old old. Just too. No old. no no no. It's <laughs> like, there, there's people like I, I would say the, the the median age there is like mm -hmm. late 30s, early 40s. Yeah, and they're reformed. Hmm. For a um. Dude, but um, but yeah. So 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 with Stone. So Creek, why not Stone Creek, dude? So we went to like their their big mixer where it's like, oh, meet your meet your people group. Find your stuff. people. Find your people. And then we we found a group of people who were like with like young kids, young baby kids, and nobody could like seem to get together a time when we were gonna meet. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. And it was yeah. like it was like, do you want to meet this? And and people are always like bailing at the last yeah. minute, and it's just like. Dude, you know what's funny you say that? I, I was telling a friend the other day, I've really, like, in the last, I'd say, really year, 
year and a half, I found, and this is not some like, you know how people will be like, I cleansed my social media of some toxic friends. I'm not saying that. I'm saying we all have like guys, let's just say as men, we have like guys we know that we've known at church, we know here, Mm -hmm. but they're just kind of like, you don't hang out, you might see somewhere, and then it's just like, whatever. Yeah. In the last year and a half, I've noticed whether it's you, whether it's like uh, Nuhad or like a select few other guys, both of us make, we don't hang out like every week, but like every few months or even every month, we will set something on the calendar. Yeah. And yeah, every once in a while, we'll have to cancel for whatever reason, uh, like last week. But like other than that, we will consistently calendar and, and hang out. And yeah. then I've noticed I like I like almost like looked up a year later and I'm like, oh, those are like my core group of friends now. Like and yeah, it's like that's yeah. okay. That's kind of yeah. how it's supposed to be. Like yeah. there's a lot of times where people it's just like it's the classic I think this is something to say, oh dude, we should hang out. We should get coffee. It's like you're never yeah. we're never gonna get we're coffee. We're never gonna hang out. And that's okay. We're never gonna <laughs> we're never or you and my wife and you and your wife, we're never hanging out. And yeah. we know that. Yeah, they're you're Let's never gonna just enjoy out. the party. Yeah. <laughs> Let's enjoy hanging out right now because I'm never going to see I'm you again. I'm never going to see you again <laughs> until another one of these. And then we're going to say the same thing. Right, 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 right. And then we're going to say the same thing. We still got to get that coffee, man, eight years later. Yeah. <laughs> like, Do you think – okay, here's my question. Is that is that – was that happening 30 years ago or is that like a new thing? People being flaky. Uh I, I think that we are definitely more jam packed in our schedules than. Uh, but 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 dude, you know how much I watch YouTube and you watch YouTube. It's right? like, are we busy though, dude? I don't think people are busy. I think they're just like. I think we just suck. <laughs> I think we're just selfish. You're right. Dude, like, well, I also think dude, that, how like, much are people pounding podcasts, also, pounding also, YouTube? When like, you say when you say like fifty years ago, not or, or like. I don't know, like third, like years. like ninety in the nineties. Th- but I think a lot of times, like, dude, I, I, again, I was talking to a friend about this. Mm. Atlanta's like a very, bro. In Atlanta, it's like, it's this massive metro around this city where like communities all like are spread out. People live in Ackworth. People live in Decatur. People live in Alpharetta. People live in Marietta. Like, yeah. and then it's like, there's no like. There's no like like how many let me ask you a question. How many of your neighbors are you like friends with who have been over? It's just not a thing anymore. No, it's not a thing. Versus like 30 yeah. years ago it would have been like oh yeah. obviously like Yeah. a lot of us go to that church. Yeah. We live in the same neighborhood. Yeah. Eventually yeah. our kids will play together. They'll come over for oh, cookouts, etc. You're talking about 50s stuff that, now. But even <laughs> I feel like even like that's donezo, bro. It's dude, over. Dude, actually I do have to say they're Catholic, but my neighbors right there have lived there since the 90s. Yeah. And these neighbors have lived there since the 90s. And their kids grew up here. That's and, cool. And, and, and it's awesome. And, like, this family has their has their family over every Tuesday. But, dude, these two people who we happen to have on either side of us are the freaking exception to the rule. Because everybody else in this neighborhood is, like, transient. Like, they move in and they move somewhere else. And, like, their kids, like, yeah, dude, people are just so, like, the internet and consumerism and culture we're just so like this isn't meeting my needs i'm gonna move on yeah you know yeah and that's Mm. how people feel about churches oh yeah yeah it's just like so it's ingrained into us yeah yeah that's a good point um no dude but uh but we are um so you're gonna check out smaller places dude we're gonna check out smaller churches because um it's just like have you had any 
did like double dates with any people there? You guys have been there like over a year now, right? Dude, I know. Okay, I have. So part of it is Katya still has her passion group on Monday that she meets with that she really likes, and then she is and she is mentoring. Actually, I shouldn't say this on the podcast. Whatever. She is mentoring girls at Passion, and so she like she's busy with a lot of that. And, and then, she's and then, pregnant. And she's pregnant. Yeah. And then we we still have like some friends from Passion that we still hang out with, like Daniel and Rhiannon and, and Joy and Again, David. Um, I come from Passion. Was baptized there. Eternally grateful. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, do you realize like at my church or like a PCA church, if someone was like. Oh, I'm being mentored by someone. And I praise God for Katya doing it. Yeah. I'm pointing to the fact that like passion like has no idea what's going on with their oh, members. No. With oh, their no. members, like or with their people. Like, bro, what? Yeah. What if Katya's solid? Yeah. But oh, I know Katya. Yeah. Because I know you. Yeah. What if Katya was like completely off? Oh. And was yeah. like and they was telling and was telling these girls like, um, yeah, like there's many ways to God or something like that. And like passion would just never know, dude. Hopefully, with somebody would get an email about it. Like, <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> after she had been mentoring them for five months, yeah, dude. You know, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, dude. There's zero zero oversight. Um, no, but yeah, this, the, but the, dude, this church we've been so, um, yeah. So so, okay. I, I the will I will say one thing. I do go to a great men's group on Thursday night that I found with 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 Stone Creek. And it's a group of older guys, and I'm there's there's an Indian guy in there that this older that I really think I want him to be my mentor because he's awesome. But um, the only the only thing about my men's group on Thursday night is it's just it just feels like it's just guys getting together to talk about theology, and and I'm like and I'm sometimes I'm like I need to be like I feel like I need to be doing something I need to be using this information somehow. Yeah, I recently just uh, you remember the Friday morning Bible study you came mm -hmm. with me to, mm -hmm. so I recently like stepped away from that. Yeah, and it was great. It's yeah. awesome, but like yeah. a lot of it was like I had so many other things and like it was just like, and again I'm super grateful for it. I'm just saying like it, it, it I don't I feel like there was a lot of different things I could have been doing, especially with the church that Lord willing I'll be a part of soon. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. But um, but yeah, dude. So I think we're gonna. I think we might be finding a smaller church because, like, all of our, dude, all of our attempts to. There's just something about a church where people know when you're missing. Yeah, a hundred percent. People know when you're yeah. missing. People reach out. Um, and, and I've seen this because uh, uh Katya's sister, and, and husband, they became Christians just a few years ago. Oh, oh, by the way, um, Katya's stepdad. Just gave his life to Christ. Amen. Isn't that awesome? God, yeah, dude. Katya's whole family has 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 like because of you, obviously. No, like, dude. You no, know, no, it's no. all like basically you. No, been. No, no, I'm just kidding, no, dude. Um, dude, but uh, uh, in in the New Testament, when it's like them and their whole household were saved, yeah, like that's what's literally happening with Katya's family dude, right now. That's awesome. Um, yeah, like uh, the command to shepherd the flock among you. I mean, mm -hmm. like in the church that I go to, I, I'm so thankful. Like. Mm -hmm. They take that so seriously. They're like, mm. we are, we will be judged and held accountable for those that are under our care. Yeah. Like we have to know what's going on. Yeah. Like, yeah. and how, how can you shepherd a flock yeah. that is not amongst you? How can yeah. you fulfill that command as an overseer, as a pastor, as a shepherd, yeah. if you're not among the flock mm. or if you have a multi-site flock and you've like, multi-site flock, it's just completely <laughs> antithetical to like, I think mm. what, 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 what a biblical church is. My only challenge to that would be like, do they actually like hanging out with each other? What do you mean? 
uh, uh, elders and like families and like people do the people there do they enjoy each well other? what's cool is and this is the way I think it should be is like the people of the church a lot of them are elders so it's like mm-hmm. the, it's just like a natural like, oh he's an elder and like he's mm-hmm. been here for like se- mm-hmm. seven years mm-hmm. but it's also like oh I didn't even know he was an elder he's just like also a guy who like came up and talked to me or whatever mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. it's a natural thing it's not like mm-hmm. the elders then the congregation yeah 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 it's that's good the elders amongst you you yeah, know what i mean yeah. so yeah um but so but so the way the way this all circles back though is like so we know that churches that are more than 1500 people are growing and i think even though even though like you know so we started at passion and i became kind of disenfranchised with the, the disconnect between what was going the performance and like the people yeah. and what was going on actually on the ground and then stone creek i've realized has some some of the similar problems where like it's an awesome church but like it's community hasn't been easy for us and it hasn't it's 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 been hard to make that happen and i keep thinking that like if if it's still the andy stanley problem of like people are growing up oh oh and and this does not this does not include stone creek by the way because i think they they do a great job of like educating the kids that go there and like the kids that are growing up are like really theologically sound. But I think if you visualize an Andy Stanley church and that is the most popular kind of church, right? Why do people like that? And why is that perpetuating it? That kind of church is really perpetuating the slow downward growth of Christianity in America because people don't know the Bible. So when stuff happens, they're like, Oh, I don't know the Bible. So I don't know that this is wrong. Yeah. To your point about elders, right. it's like it's like this. I'm trying to think of an a, an analogy. It's like when you get like you have clean water and you start getting like somebody takes a dump in the clean water and you, now you're cycling garbage right, right, right. in the in the clean water yeah. and it just gets dirtier. It's compromised. It's yeah, and it's yeah. it's compromised and it just keeps getting dirtier and dirtier. And yeah. it's like it's 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 like I'm glad that mega churches are growing in in America, but it's specifically the whole megachurch model where like nobody knows anybody nobody hangs out with anybody yeah. there's no accountability these people pop into church to hear a message and 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 then they leave and they don't hang out with anybody right. from church during the week so there's no like rich community and life going on and so they're not being mentored they're not being discipled they're not being transformed to the image of Christ because they're not actually hanging out with yeah. the people that they know from church yeah. and it's like this so that's that's kind of how why I see the church continuing to decline in America is because mega churches keep growing in popularity and and it, it dude not to be grim about it but it's yeah. a little bit like the last gasp of like mm. of like Christianity in America because yeah. uh dude in like I, of I, that ty- well <clears throat> so here's the thing I would say that it's the last gasp of cultural we're Christians, Christianity, we're a Christian nation. But if, 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 if the West and America specifically continues to go more further left, mm-hmm. more further Marxist, more further godless, more further pro all the things that scripture talks against yeah. the churches that will exist, these smaller churches, yeah, the remnant, they're going to be thriving. Yeah. 
right? So it's like there's no guarantee that America as a nation is going to be this beacon of light. Yeah. But there will be solid tri- – you know, I mean, I, it, this whole conversation makes me think separating the wheat from the taff or whatever. The, the ta- what is wheat it? and the tares, yeah. The wheat and the tares. Like, yeah. I would assume a lot of the the tares outweigh the wheat. So, um, yeah, I mean, I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing if yeah. that – version that americanized kind of gummy bear mcdonald's frozen yeah. yogurt christendom mm-hmm. dies dude i mean yeah. like it's just it, yeah but but it's almost but it's almost like there's there's like like every every uh you talk about like church growth models <clears throat> yeah and it's like every church that's growing right now yeah follows that the, the passion right thing right, right. That num- like, the numbers yeah yeah they f- follow the numbers of like i would say north point and andy are way more focused on that than even passion though yeah 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 um but but and, and like and like dude i'm like at the same time like i love see pa- seeing passion grow because i know passion is a biblical church but are they growing their people <sighs> yeah that's the question right yeah and to some degree mm-hmm. sure mm-hmm. like louis preaches the gospel Right. Like passion's full of amazing people who love Jesus. Right. Um, but as an overall movement of this mega church, like kind of this non-denominational, not get into confessionalism mm-hmm. or catechisms and mm-hmm. doctrine and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of it is very like, it's just elementary, bro. It's mm-hmm. milk. I think this is mm-hmm. as simple as we could say it. It's mm-hmm. mi- you, mm-hmm. you are, you are, you are, you are attempting to 10 X, and scale and grow milk-based Christianity. Now, I'm not saying that milk-based huh. Christianity is not true Christianity, huh. and I think that there's a place for brand new Christians that aren't ready to hear about tulip or about like mm-hmm. systematic theology, just needing to hear the gospel and just needing to be around Christians who aren't freaking godless pagans, right. like they like like right. I was right. around right. and was and was around. Right. Right. But it's like, what is the next? Uh, what's the next stage of evolution mm-hmm. in, in that per, in that church? And if you're just expanding the milk, yeah, dude, like you're gonna mm-hmm. have uh, mm-hmm. the culture is gonna be stronger. It's like two like competing forces, right? If, if if the milk stays milk and you're just scaling it, more milk, more milk. Well, eventually, mm-hmm. dude, culture and ideology mm-hmm. and uh, whatever is going to overpower that, and that's why you see those churches. Well, we still, yeah, I think it just clicked. We still got to maintain the numbers, uh-huh. but our but our product or our our our, our gospel, our, our Christianity is still milk. Mm-hmm. But the culture is getting stronger and stronger. The world is stronger and stronger and stronger. Right. All right. So let's find a way to like let's find that middle road to like bridge it when eventually the culture takes over. Yeah. Because you had because you've had milk the entire time. Right. Does that makes sense. Yeah. You're right. You're you're essentially watering down. This has been happening a lot where we've kind of like culturally we've reduced what's required to be a Christian. It's the Billy Graham model. Dude, <laughs> let's th- that. And again, I feel like we say this like every episode, like yeah. a lot of the people in churches or movements or, or guys we talk about. I've listened to Keller more in my life than probably most other pastors. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love Keller, mm-hmm. but like a lot. But we also like we were going to call balls and strikes, dude. Like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we love Billy Graham. Billy Graham changed America, changed the world. Yeah. There's probably yeah. countless souls yeah. that are that are in the Lord now because of Billy Graham. Yeah. Yeah. However, it is a fact that 
the Billy Graham movement was the let's get away from confessions, let's get away from Westminster and London Baptist and this and denominational splits. Right. Let's just boil it down to what is the bottom line of one what one must hear Minimum, and do yeah. to be saved. Minimum entry into salvation. What's the yeah. Yeah. what's the basic subscription package to Christianity. Right. Forget right. about all that other stuff. Right. Right. If you're just trying to spread the gospel all over the place, I can see that to a degree. Right. The problem, and in fairness to Billy Graham, is Billy Graham did that and he traveled and just spread he was an evangelist. Mm-hmm. What what Americanized Christianity has done, what the megachurch movement has done is they've taken that evangelism model of the very simple gospel, nothing else, and they've turned it into a church model. I don't think that was ever meant to be a church model. Does that make sense? Like, if you, mm. in other words, you mentioned those Chinese people in where? Where were they? Uh, uh, Mall, of Mall of Georgia. Georgia. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You would probably rightfully agree if you and I uh, were like, hey, let's go out there and let's start spreading the gospel. Mm-hmm. If I was like, yeah, I'm also going to be talking about Reformed theology to them, mm-hmm. wouldn't you probably be like, if our goal is to just convert, like preach yep. the gospel, maybe yeah. we just don't... Yeah. Like, I don't know if that's yeah. the most important thing. Like when Paul says in 1 Corinthians, I delivered to you what was the, of first importance, that Christ died for our sins right. and was raised on the first day. In other words, right. like, that's right. the most important thing. Right. Jesus died for sinners, repent and believe, put your faith in him. Mm-hmm. That's good for evangelism. Right. That's not what a local church's primary thing is supposed to be every day, week in and week out. You should always mm-hmm. include the gospel, mm-hmm. but like... There's no growth in that. There's no growth in the simple gospel. It's just being saved and then you're saved. Yeah. But where but 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 where is understanding it better? Where where, where mm-hmm. are you feeding on steak? Where where yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I would say. Dude, yeah, and so dude, I I I googled this question. Um uh wait. Am I really saved? <laughs> just kidding. Um let me see if I can find it. Oh, I, I, I just, just for fun, I, I Googled this question. How can, uh, um, what can Christians do to stop the decline of Christianity? And uh, uh, you could tell like atheists responded, but I think they had a very uh, telling response, which is they said, actually follow Christian principles. And I was like, you guys are right. Well, Be- because, because to your point, to your point, if we say that, being a Christian just means Billy Graham. Oh, I said I want to be a Christian. I have a faith in Jesus, and then I don't live by like Paul uh, t- talking about uh, milk and meat yes. and like growing in the faith. And and it's like because we we have to ask the question: What does our culture think is a Christian now? Right, and it has become so watered down because we've created the absolute minimum necessary. Right. That it basically means somebody whose life is not changed, whose life is not yeah. different, somebody who just said one time they wanted to follow Jesus, totally. but like they're actually a horrible person. Right. Or or they're living no differently than uh than the rest than their friends. So uh, yeah. John Mark Comer had this sermon where he was he, this guy wrote an article, he was not a Christian, and he yeah. was like, if a Christian this guy is not a Christian, and he's like, if I meet a Christian who's like, You need Jesus, you need Jesus. Uh, but you're living the same way as me. You're having sex outside of marriage. Yeah. You 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 talk the same way I talk. Yeah. You get, like yeah. you spend your time. Like, why do I need what you're telling me that I desperately need? Yeah. When I'm the same as you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, to the yeah, to the point of like being relatable. It's Dude. Like, like like with the Taylor Swift thing and the Gospel Coalition thing. Bro. It's like, oh, we have to be relatable and we have to be winsome. But like I also and and I, I dude, I, I read uh I, I saw something on uh, Instagram where they were saying Bird. What? Oh sorry, go ahead. What's up? No, no, no. I was thinking of something. Um I saw something on, on Instagram where they were talking about Gen Z is the is the authenticity uh, generation and I was like, "What dude, is that, we, dude? We were authentic in the '90s. Yeah. Like, come on. <laughs> if anything, like, it's like Gen X. Yeah, like, like ni- '90s was yeah. all about authenticity. Kurt Cobain is the book. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's the most. Genuine. You're so authentic that you blow your. Brain. Yeah, yeah, so <laughs> authentic about your sadness. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna commit fully to the bit. <laughs> yeah. Um. No, but they were talking about how authentic Dark. Gen Z is, and Gen Z is very good at seeing through hypocrisy. And um. Uh. But yeah, it's it it's. So I think when yeah when, when when Gen Z when kids that are coming up are seeing a Christian they're like if they don't have models and I sound like such a boomer pastor for saying this but if they don't have a model of yeah. what a Christian looks like if you don't know somebody in your life who is a Christian and it is attractive yeah and it's like oh man that person is different but in a cool way then you're probably not going to want to become a Christian because yeah. it's all just words. That's how they th- that's how they see it. But yeah. also like I think it just comes down to man like what do you value? Do you want to do you want to live differently or do you want to make sure we are, we are so far gone in the church about like yeah. wanting to look cool and like you talk about sounding like a boomer. I know I sound like a boomer, but like why does every mega church pastor dress yeah. who's like in their forties or yeah. late thirties? Why do they yeah. dress like they uh just are like we're on a sneaker app and won like the latest new sneakers? And yeah. there's nothing inherently sinful about that, but it's just like it just shows you, man, where they're at with it. Like Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's and it and it reeks of um and it reeks of desperation. Um it yeah. reeks it reeks of like guys oh, man, like I'm, me. Guys like me, trust man, me. I'm, I'm a I'm a cool Christian. Yeah. Oh man, I'm trying to. Which that was the model in the '90s. Yes. And they've exactly. like they've tried to keep that up. It's so done though. Yeah. The '90s was the like that. That's like 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 uh. Dude, do you remember like early POD? Oh. Oh yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he's coming back for me and you. <laughs> I'm not saying that was bad. I'm just saying like it's just no, funny. It's a like, good that song. was the beginning of it. Yeah, you remember? I remember when it was like, "Whoa, this is Christian music." Yeah, yeah. Whoa, exactly. but like it sounds, but it sounds cool. It's rad. This is like cool <laughs> sounding music, but it's Christian. Yeah. Um. Uh. No. Just to, just to talk. Just to talk though about another um, church experience that I had was um, before we. So, dude, I'm amazed how much we bounced around since Katya and I have been together because I've just been like. Well, but I need to serve, but I need to do this. <laughs> and so um, so right when we first started dating, I was like, oh, we're going to go to an Acts 29 church. Yeah. And we went to a small Acts 29 church, and they everybody, like, love-bombed us at first. And they were like, oh, yeah, yeah, man, we're so excited y'all are here. Blah, blah. And then it just, like, completely dried up. And people were like, oh, well, now that, now that you go to this church, we're not going to show you, like, attention anymore. Um, but the thing... That I and they actually had a really nice community, really great theology. People were really involved in each other's lives, and 
from going to that church, we moved back to Passion because I was like, oh, well, I really want to serve. And there just was like no, there was nothing to do there. There was no way to serve um, at this Acts 29 church. But I really liked how small it was. Everybody knew each other. Um, there was a lot of great little groups. It was just like, it was just freaking small as yeah. heck um, was the problem. Um, but then I was like, oh, I need to go to Passion so I can uh, lead young men and do like the young adults Bible study. Cause I'm really, I'm, I thought at the time, I, Oh, I'm really called to Bible studies or something. Um, but now I'm starting to figure out, I don't think I'm called to Bible studies. I'm just called to like caring about people and whatever that looks like. So, yeah. um, so where do you think it goes in the next 10 years? Where what goes this whole thing? The American the- church, <sighs> dude, you know, real quick before you answer, you know that a lot of like, there's a lot of people, dude, it's funny, like, we, we like, know, like, the hardcore reform state guys, we're into this, apologetics, all that. Mm-hmm. So when we think of, like, Joel Osteen, T.D. Jakes, we're mm-hmm. like, ah! mm-hmm. there's a lot of Americans, a lot of people in the world that aren't, they're, like, nominal, they don't really sit in a church, but they will daily listen to, like, Joel o- like five you know that, right? Like, daily listen to Joel Osteen, which shows you there's no real gospel in it, otherwise they'd be offended, like, wait, what? But it's, like, very positive thinking with a couple of verses of, like, Jesus was, like, God's always in control, and no matter what, he's got you, and he wants you to prosper or whatever, I like... I guess it makes sense. So you're saying... You're saying there's a lot of people who are not saved and are not Christians, but they like Joel Osteen? T.D. Jakes... Yeah, Stephen Furtick, dude, it makes sense. Yeah, because they're like, this is positive. This makes my life better. Yeah, this gives me some principles to think exactly. about. Yeah, um, it's and like it's a not. They're not. I don't have to repent of my sin. Exactly. I don't have to die um, to myself every day. I don't have yeah. to mortify anything. I don't have to cut off my flesh or cut off my gouge out my eye. Yeah. or anything like that. But well, that's you, the future of the church. You think so? I don't know. I don't. Where know. do you think it goes, dude? Somebody, one of my, one of my, um the guys in my men's group on Thursday in our group text, he sent out a Stephen Furtick message. And I was like, (laughs) (laughs) Andrew just did the Futurama meme eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. I might have to, might have to talk to this guy. (laughs) You know, what's funny about Furtick. Like I've listened a lot and yeah, he said some wacky stuff, but like he's never like, again, I think this is the problem. Like Joel Osteen and is way worse than like, Joel Osteen's like a false teacher. Yeah. Yeah. Stephen Furtick, I just think he's just like yeah, he's not. Yeah, he just has no governor on like his like meter to like what he's gonna say. Yeah, so he's just like yeah. speaks for like an hour and a half. Like, don't you see that God? Blah blah blah. Yeah, but like, yeah, I don't know. Like, God I, I, broke the law. God for you. broke the law for you. Yeah, for me. Yeah, I don't know, man. dude. I think, dude. I think this kind of like watered down. Fake Christianity is going to keep growing, growing, growing in America until it's like, dude, when you want to visit a amazing Christian church, you're going to have to go to Africa and you're going to have to go to. I heard uh, uh, Latin America one time was like uh, in like 20 years, you'll see a commercial and says for just five cents a day, you can send a missionary from Africa to America. (laughs) It's crazy. Dude, it's true. We'll see, um, but you, dude. Yeah. Speaking of other, speaking of other uh, bad pastors, did you know that? Uh, did you know that Mark Driscoll has oh like gosh, abandoned dude. reformed theology yeah. and now he's charismatic. He, he popped like, up in yeah. Arizona. 
and now it's like now never he's repented like, for like completely yeah, destroying. Never repented, like, and apparently a lot of the same issues are still happening in his new. Really, church. I yeah, don't, yeah. And, shocker. Uh, and and he's and he's charismatic because charismatics will take anybody. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just sucks that like, yeah, dude, like Driscoll, it's done. Yeah, yeah. Driscoll, the one who face to face when Tim Keller was like, "Hey, do you want to be discipled by me?" Mark Driscoll was like, well, my church is bigger than you. Why would I be discipled by you, Tim That is Keller? true. That's yeah. wild. Yeah. I think he told it was either Keller or Piper. People were like, hey, you should be you should be discipled by Tim Keller or John Piper. And he was yeah. like, my church is bigger than them. Why should they? Yeah. Why should I disciple yeah, them? Yeah, good luck with that, Driscoll. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Ah, you! <laughs> Dude, Brad keeps turning around. He's like, what is it? I know. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> Yeah, and apparently, apparently Driscoll's still doing the whole like manliness thing, which is good. Yeah. But uh, but he he's like he's like, oh yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't Calvinism is stupid. Like I never even liked reformed theology. Yeah, you know he named his son Augustine, and like one of them, like or no Calvin, Calvin. Yeah, I think he named yeah. his son. Calvin. So you can't take yeah. that away. Yeah, can't take Sorry. that away, dude. I guess you could change his, change the name. All right. We well, any any final thoughts on? Dude, dude, find a good church. Find, dude. find a solid church. They don't have to yep. be reformed. Yeah. They don't have to be uh yeah. Southern fried Baptist chicken church. But like yeah. find a church that like is actually find a church that low key there are people there that like it feels a little invasive into your privacy. Yeah. In a, it but from a loving perspective, not yeah. from a legalistic way, but like yeah. find a church that you're like you feel convicted by your sin. Like, dude, I feel convicted of my sin every every sermon that I send under, in a, in a great way because it's the glory mm. of the cross. But like, mm. find a church that you feel almost like, oh, wow, I have to step my game up as a Christian. And again, mm-hmm. not from some like legalistic perspective, but from like, this church challenges me and, mm. incur- and convicts me mm. to like become... Mm. To like raise the bar for myself to mm. please the Lord and get close, which ultimately is better for you as you're sanctified to get closer to the Lord. Find that type of church. Mm. That's what I would say. Yeah, dude. And, and I might, when I li- when I go back and listen to this later, I might disagree with what I'm saying here, but I'm really on a path now to, I feel convicted to find a small church for Kati and I, because we're about to, Margo's going to be here in April. Margo. So, so we're going to have a young baby and, um, I really just want to find a small church where like when we're, go- when we're not there, people know that we're missing um, yeah. people who know what's up in our lives. And yeah, you're right. It's invasive, but it's like invasive in a good way. And, and I meet, dude, this is really what I want at church. I want to meet people who like, I want to like get to their level. That's what I'm saying. You know, and, like if you have a best friend, and you're like cheating on your wife. Your best friend should be invasive in your life. Hey, bro, yeah. like you're like you're like yeah. you're destroying your family. Or if you're a dad, like when Margot's twelve, if she's like hanging out with terrible people, yeah. you're going to be invasive because you're yeah. shepherding her. Yeah. But hey, sweetheart, like you can't yeah. like this is why you want a church like that. That the yeah. Bible says that the elders and the church body has been called. That's why it should be men. Should be called. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is called and women for the women too though. Yeah. Is called. To, to to shepherd your soul, man. So really, mm-hmm. we are a country with a ton of churches where mm-hmm. you just have people, some Christians, some not, but they're church attendees. They're not being shepherded by anyone. We're just kind of out here floating around. You and I have been kind of out here floating around until, Dude, honestly, until I found this yeah. church. And Christ's Covenant's great, but like, yeah, yeah. until I found Mount Vernon, 
Yeah. Uh, I've never really felt like I was like looked after. Looked at. That's a great best yeah. way. Yeah, yeah. Couldn't have said it better yeah. myself. So find a church you feel you can be which looked like, after. Which like, which like, dude. I'm a lot of people are like, oh, I don't want somebody over my shoulder. Well, no, it's but but that's what Christianity is. That's what that's what church is supposed yeah. to be. Is like community with other believers who care about you. Right. Yeah. Amen. And and it's like going in going into a building to hear a message so that you can rush out is like not to to catch the game to catch the game right or to check a box or, or to eat you know have a great lunch or whatever like it's not christianity and Amen. it hasn't been yeah. christianity for 2000 years exactly and like it's only and it's not christianity right now in other places of the world exactly yeah and like and like just because in the past 100 years just because in the past 100 years with the rise of like technology we think that like church is hearing a message yeah it's not going into hearing a message it's it's being part of a give me a greek word daniel what's the greek word for uh, koinonia koinonia yeah yeah it's it's part of being sentiment yeah it's part of being koinonia it's part of being knowing people and being known and i have really found that like you know working remotely and being out here in alpharetta i've just found more and more i'm like man i really want to be part of a community yeah we're like I know people and people know me. Yeah. And 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 a lot of people will balk at that and be like, I don't want people in my business. It's because you want we want our sin. <laughs> exactly. We want our yes. sin. That's why me we do. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like, like like that's why we don't want people in our business is because we don't want people seeing our sin. So it's really you want to avoid an <clears throat> instrument, an institution, the institution yeah. that the Lord that has given. ordained yeah. in order to shed yeah. sin and fat off of you yeah. to sanctify you, which yeah. really is for your own good. Yeah. And you want to avoid, I want to avoid that. We all want to avoid that. It sucks yeah. to be held accountable, but like, it's yeah. like yeah. the churches nowadays, like yeah, again, man, like, and, and when, and, and Lord, you know, God forbid when tragedy, whatever that looks like hits, mm-hmm. um, there is a heck of a difference mm-hmm. between having a community yeah. Uh, dude, at the church that I go to, they pray every Sunday evening, and they'll like. I remember the first time I went there on an evening. Sunday morning is like the Lord's, you know, like ceremony. It's very traditional mm-hmm. and liturgical. Mm-hmm. But then, like uh, Sunday evening is casual and mm-hmm. do a lot of prayer. Dude, the pastor gets up there, Aaron Minikoff, mm-hmm. fire. He gets up there and he's just like, "Okay, so uh, Donnie uh, had a stroke last week, so we're going to be praying for it." Like, mm-hmm. yeah. You're hearing all these prayer requests. Yeah. Of like, yeah. It's yeah. Awesome. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. or, or like, yeah. uh, blah, blah, blah yeah. is moving and blah, blah, blah. So yeah. it's like, oh, I yeah. know every serious thing that's going on in uh, yeah. the life yeah. of my church. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Versus like, like you said, show up. Oh, hey. Hey. Dude, I got to get out of here, man. Hey, we're yeah, so busy. See you, man. Ah, dude, we're so busy. We got to yeah, get yeah, out Yeah, yeah, Let's here. catch up. Let's catch. Yeah, let's like get coffee, though. That is literally, <laughs> yo, that is literally like, yeah. And then like, to your credit, like, unless you start a Bible study external from the church. Yeah. You could just show up to one of those places every week and never really know anyone people like that it's bad yeah it's bad people like that it's not church yeah dude that uh i love i love wouldn't that be wild if you went to passion and louis was like guys we're gonna be here for 30 more minutes but i want to list off everything that's going on with the congregation like these are all the prayer requests right now 
That would be awesome. It'd be amazing. But like Passion didn't ever do that. Got to keep it high level. Got to keep it entertaining. Yeah. In and out. They will have a story of one particular person who's right. like staff or either right. deeply involved in door the holding. Show. You got to have the show. But like, and again, I'm not saying that they're disingenuous about that, yeah, but it's like, yeah. what about the freaking guy yeah. in the back who like yeah. knows he like the Holy Spirit has convicted him of yeah. his sin and all he knows is like, oh, passion. Yeah. Like, I'll go there. Yeah. But like, yeah, dude, I remember. Yeah. I, I remember going to the first fight night and like not knowing a soul mm-hmm. and Louis like, and again, love Louis, but he's like, start a fight night, fight for your brothers. I'm like, where do I, like, I don't, it wasn't until I met yeah. you guys and yeah. Tanner and those guys, like, yeah. it wasn't until I met y'all that I was like, I, I actually had friends, but that wasn't, the ch- where are s- they, Louie? <laughs> <laughs> you gonna assign them? Um, dude, that's funny. Uh, and you uh, should be intentional. Let's make it clear, though. Like, it's also on you when you go to, like, even a small church to be intentional. If you just sit in the back, is. you it can is. go to the best church ever, yeah, but if you just sit in the back and you're just like, all right, see ya, yeah. like, the same thing is going to happen. So yeah. it's on you to be intentional as well. Yeah. Dude, that uh that thing about doing the doing the prayer requests. When dude, we went to the most I love this church that we went to in Toronto. Um so so uh, Katia is from a part of town that's super dilapidated now called Oshawa and it's outside of Toronto and the, like the GM plant closed and it's like looks like it's like all bombed out and depleted yeah. there. But um this guy Pastor Frank who they know who like he he wouldn't have seen Katya's family for like nine months, and then he sees them and he knows and he remembers exactly who they are. He's that kind of guy. Yeah. His name is Pastor Frank. He's Latin. He's from Brazil. He's gotten like shot like three different times, like on three different occasions. Just like an amazing pastor, like cares about people individually, but also like can deliver like like an amazing sermon at the same time. But uh, it, dude, and I just like. I was I was up there in Canada for two weeks and we went to this church and I was like, man, the Holy Spirit is here. And it was like it was like maybe like twenty percent white people. Yeah. The rest was like Latin people, Caribbean people. Like it was just such an amazing church. But they had on the screen the uh the local prayer requests. Um that like like all the prayer requests of the church, they just said they showed them on the screen, they had it rotating and they were like, Hey guys, we're gonna this is all the stuff we're praying for. Just pray like it was like everybody's gonna pray right now for what's on the screen, and uh, I was laughing. <laughs> so some of them were like, some of them were like, like you know, struggles with homosexuality, like, like it all. <laughs> you were laughing. Well, no, dude, it's it's no, it's hilarious. It, it's it's funny. It's to hilarious see. because. It's- <laughs> Looked at porn last night. <laughs> Hates my hate my wife. <laughs> Thinking about divorcing. <laughs> Yo, what, what if a, what if a church just took it way too far? And there's like, yeah. So uh, guys, uh, let's just pray for our, our our brothers and sisters. So um, so Rick uh. Rick is attracted to uh, <laughs> other men as colleagues. Uh, his wife is thinking about leaving him, so let's pray for them. And he's yeah, like, whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa. we don't need to know. Let's <laughs> yeah, just say let's pray for their marriage. Or yeah, something. yeah, yeah, yeah. Unspoken. Yeah, unspoken. Unspoken, yeah. unspoken gay prayer request. general prayer request. Unspoken gay prayer request. No, but also some of the um, <laughs> some of the requests were like, Health related, and they were getting like, oh my more, gosh, and they were getting like more and more specific. Yeah, yes, <laughs> they were like, they were like, you know, cancer, but then it was like, uh, my le- can't wa- like my leg hurts, <laughs> like my my finger hurts, and then I, I was joking with Kati, I was like, 
uh, blood in, like blood in my poop, like poops oh, when gosh. I ble- bleeds when I bleeds when I pee. Like. My eye itches. <laughs> My eyebrow, <laughs> and there was no, there was no name attached to to it, so we could pray for the person. It was yeah. just like it was just like a symptom. It was like can't walk, uh, had a hard bad time haircut. walking. Have- <laughs> 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 so just this random list of stuff was flashing on the screen, and I was like, Dude, I guess that would I'll- so like mischievously <laughs> make me want to just start asking stuff too. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Poops when I uh, bleed, bleeds when oh, I poop. Dude. Um. Anyway, guys, but on that note. Get involved in a small church. Get involved in a local church. That's that's how Christianity has been since the beginning. <laughs> let, and, uh, let the Lord invade your life through brothers and sisters. <laughs> it's true, though. Yeah, it's true. So, all right, guys, all right, we're going to get out of here. Peace. Bye.